Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 15. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Let's pray, middle of the week, and uh, let's pray for a blessing on the text as well. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for everything that's happened this week so far. I want to thank you for all that you've called us to. I want to thank you for the opportunity for us to spend time with family, with loved ones, with community. And now as we reflect this morning, the beginning of a fresh day, the opportunity just to pause a little bit, reflect on your word, to hear your spirit speak to us. May the Lord be able to respond. We ask this in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Amen. Okay, it's a new day, and so I am going to do a better job of reading the English Standard Version uh-huh. than I did on Sunday. Okay. Romans 7, 1 through 12, subtitle, Released from the Law. Or do you not know, brothers, for I'm speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only as long as he lives? For a married woman is bound by law to her husband while he lives, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. Mm -hmm. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law. And if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. (laughs) Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may, may bear fruit for God. For while we are living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. Second subtitle, The Law and Sin. What then shall we say? That the law is sin? By no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. For I would, have, I would not have known <laughs> what it is to covet if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, produced in me all kinds of covetousness. For apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. The very commandment that promised life proved to be death to me. For sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and through it killed me. So the law is holy and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. Well, that was slightly better, but there's still there's something about the syntax. I think syntax that sentence is weird. There, just, it's the order and of the I words. And I read it on Sunday as well, and like I think I, I goofed up on this as well. I keep wanting to read it wrong. Um, anyway. For I would not have yeah, it's, like, it's a weird one. Yes. It is. That was good. My you know, eyes when messed I, with I, it. You know what I was thinking when I was laughing and through the text is that I, I thought, man, I wonder if I sound like the dastardly, you know, the muttly <laughs> and the, the, the dog. <laughs> you know that yeah, dog? Yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. That's not the laugh, by the way. That was a really weird laugh. No, he goes, Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows what we're talking about. No, we were young uh, once. All right, here's our question for today then. Uh, Are there any parts of your life that rebellion has kept off limits to the touch of Jesus? Are there any parts of your life that rebellion has kept off limits to the touch of Jesus? Mark, thank you. Well, obviously in my case, no. I mean, everyone can see that. There's no rebellion here at all. Not Are there any parts of your life that rebellion has kept off limits to the touch of Jesus? Hmm. Is it no, rebellion? Of course. The rebellion is, is what's throwing me off. Uh, are there any parts of your life that... that well, you're rebellious. 
I'm you're not, you're I'm, even I'm, kind of um, what would I I'm, call I'm you? A, I'm, There's so many things I'm not I would call rebellious. you. I'm well, you're very, kind of you're a contrarian. I do of. like to be. And like you're pugnacious. Be, I'm relentless. No, pugnacious. Oh, is pugnacious the word. already. Yeah, you like a fight. I do if it's a good cause. Um, I feel like sometimes when I read Paul and and you know through through the text, I actually kind of like that character a lot. I like, think, I think that it's funny because if people he, were and he if people were to look strong. at you and I, they would think that I'm rebellious and you are not. Oh, absolutely. But in reality, I think you're way more rebellious oh, than I am. Oh, absolutely not. No, that's true. Like you <laughs> like to break rules. I actually, I remember being so horrified that. Um, I, when we lived in Marion Springs, I used to drop uh, the kids off at village uh-huh. school Oh yeah. and they would, mm. you know, you drive up and drop them off and they walk to the school and I would always sit in my car and watch the kids until they were inside the building mm-hmm. and I would drive away. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was behind me once, someone who worked in my department. Mm. He said, wow, I was so surprised to see you do that because you're such a, like a, I don't know, what do you thought? I'm like, yeah, yeah. like what? What do you mean? Like the person, a person who doesn't care about whether her kids make it safely inside the building? Like, I'm not that kind of fly by the seat of my pants. Like, I mean, hello. I, I think it's because, I think it's because I'm actually maybe, very yeah. responsible and boring and I like oh. to use the crosswalks and stuff like that. I know, like that. I don't. I actually um, love to go through traffic where there's no crosswalks and actually kind of face traffic on. And I mean, I'm a classic it. oldest I child, do. whereas you're a less classic oldest child because you're both an oldest and a middle. And a middle and a youngest. And We're not really a youngest. I was I for a while. I think you can say that. Well, I was for a while. Okay, true. It's, people can be and then they can be other things as well, which is fantastic. So, I, I you know, I can actually do Claim yeah, that. But I don't know. Uh, this parts question, what's life. the question? What's Mark really asking us here? Are there any parts of your life that rebellion has kept off limits of the touch well, of he's Jesus? He's asking us to think about mm. are there things that we could that we could be more open Mark. about, that we could put over to Jesus? And I think well, yeah, definitely. Well, yes, there in definitely that sense. Are. I, I was just wondering if there was something else underneath that and, and like what would that be? I don't know. And I but I agree, I mean always. But the question is, I mean that I've kept off limits to the touch of Jesus. I don't think I've tried intentionally always to do that. Well, the story he used um, was about his son going and intentionally (coughs) throwing the remote control into the fire Hmm. and how that kind of rebelliousness of Hmm. wanting to be... See, I would look at that and just think, well, that's a developmental stage as well, that Hmm. kids have to go through that period of testing limits. And I think that God must look at us and see us that way, that we... We have to test limits. Do we do that when we're older is the question. Well, I mean, for us, and we're always children to God. So yeah. we're children at different stages So are we more honest with God as we get older? I would hope that we are more honest with God as we get older. I had a, a really hard conversation with someone recently where they, where we got to the point where in the conversation I had to, I asked them, you know, in the metaphor of the examples that Jesus used about their relationship with God, because they admitted that God is real. At first they were saying God's not real. And then they said to me, I asked them, you know, do they see themselves more as the the sheep that's wandered away or or the coin that's actually in the community but not really connected so they look that part or the prodigal, the prodigal son that's actually saying, I know God's real and I walk away. And they chose that last one. And, um, and I, you know, I, I made a... I said to them, look, you know, I, I want you to know that w- the day you decide that you want to come back, we will run towards you. Like, you know, the same story metaphor that, uh, that uh, exists inside there. And it was just painful for me just to listen to them say that they openly 
are admitting that they want to be in this stage right now of their life. And I just, oh. And, and I'm like, I have to be patient. And then I think to myself, God is like this with us all the time. Well, what if they thought that God was the with them in the stage of their life that they're at right now? Yeah. I, you know, I mean, like I think we always it's, kind of act like, well, you have to no, change to meet God. And maybe... I mean, I that, know that, that could I know be that kind God, of horrible know, for a person that if they don't is, want God. I know God. that God is with them, right? It was just yeah. that they were saying they really want to push away and not know and just move away from discovering or knowing anything more about God. Well, I think it's because that has certain implications. It does. That they we, know that. that church people have created. That yeah. if you're going to be with God, it means you have to do this well, bunch of things was, that sometimes you don't want to do. Yeah. And I was, and I was yeah. It was, so. just, it was hard. It was hard. It was difficult. And so, and I wonder about this kind of stuff, whether time allows that. But uh, to allow a space or allow things to happen, I think that's actually a good question that we should ask ourselves often about, are there areas inside that? And I think, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure all the time. When we ask God, when I ask God for forgiveness, um, I'm not saying to myself that that's an area of rebellion that I'm doing. I think that that's actually areas where I fail. And I feel different with that as opposed to an area of rebellion where I'm like, I know this and I'm doing this over and over again on purpose. Um, and so there's a, there's a level inside there. So think about that. Our time is up for today, but think about this, uh, my friends. Uh, are there any parts of your life that rebellion has kept off limits to the touch of Jesus? And as you reflect, reflect on the text again, we will connect tomorrow, look after each other and uh, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.